This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Wednesday, May 31st, 2023. I am Dave Biddle flying solo on today's show. It was a huge day on the beat yesterday. As most of you probably know, all of Ohio State's assistant coaches were made available to the media, and we got to talk to some of these guys for like a half hour each. A lot of stuff to get into. Um, we uh, did not get Ryan Day, but that was expected. This was all about the assistant coaches, both coordinators, all the position coaches, and we got Mickey Marotti. So, huge day yesterday. Let's start with uh, what is the title of today's show, The Unleashing of C.J. Hicks. I love what Jim Knowles had to say there yesterday. And, listen, he wouldn't have said C.J. Hicks is going to be unleashed this year unless C.J. Hicks is going to have a big role. Does that mean C.J. Hicks is going to usurp Steel Chambers as a starting wheel linebacker at day one? Maybe not, but at the very least, they're going to rotate there. And – there's times that Steele and and uh, Hicks will be on the field at the same time because Jim Knowles said that uh, uh, C.J. Hicks has a good chance of being that jack. Uh, turns out they didn't play the jack nearly as much as we thought they would last year. So uh, the big thing is, though, they love C.J. Hicks. Uh, he's having a great offseason. He's up to 230 pounds, so about 215 uh, when he enrolled last year. He's going to have a big role in the defense. So music to the ears of a lot of C.J. Hicks fans out there, myself included, and I really like what the Buckeyes have going on at linebacker, having Tommy Eichenberg back, uh, having Steel Chambers, who had a good year last year, especially to close the season out, um, and now you know have C.J. Hicks. And you had a veteran like Cody Simon in there. You, you never know when injuries are going to pop up. So uh, I like what they got going on at linebacker, especially hearing what Jim Knoll said about C.J. Hicks. Because they like, for example, he was also asked about Gabe Powers. And they like Gabe Powers, another you know second-year linebacker who um, you know was a highly – touted recruit not as high as cj hicks gabe was a high four star cj was a five star um but when jim Knowles talks about gabe powers it's more like in the future like we think he can be a good one you know he's he's coming along you asked him about cj hicks he's like he's ready to be unleashed we are going to unleash him this year i, I mean i just absolutely love it those are um strong words from a coach who wouldn't say that unless he was just thrilled with what he is seeing from cj hicks all right another guy that Jim Knowles gushed about was Sonny Styles, 
And I found this interesting. He said Sonny Styles is uh, not just going to have a big role on the defense. He's going to have a big. He's going to have big roles plural. They're using him at multiple roles, and they, you know, he didn't want to get into too many of his secrets. But um, I asked him, does that mean that Sonny's going to play adjuster and bandit? And he said, yeah, he could do that. You know, that that's the most stuff that we're thinking of. And he also mentioned there's some other stuff. You know, some more. You know, even some nickel stuff, some in the box stuff, just all kinds of different stuff. So. Sonny Styles might be a, a jack of all trades, master of all. And he's another guy that's going to have a huge year this year. They had already said that about Sonny Styles in the spring. Seeing Knowles take that next step with CJ Hicks um, spoke volumes to me yesterday. I wasn't surprised. It didn't shock me that he said that about CJ Hicks. Um, but nothing he said about Sonny Styles even surprised me at all because it's basically what he said in the spring. We flat out asked him in the spring does Sonny Styles have to be out there? Does it? You have to like find a way to make him, if not a starter, like technically that he's playing starter snaps. And Knowles basically said, "Heck yes," and I think Styles will be a starter. Not just play starter snaps. I think he will be a starter. All right, quarterbacks. Corey Dennis. Shockingly, I'm kidding. Not shockingly at all. He was non-committal about the quarterbacks, but he does like both quarterbacks. Yeah, there was no way Corey Dennis was going to come out there yesterday, and even they know who's a little bit ahead of the other one. They know, obviously. They're not going to tell the media that. Ryan Day parses his words extremely carefully regarding that situation. Did you think Corey Dennis was going to come in there yesterday and, uh, you know, uh, say something his head coach didn't want him to say? Of course not. So, you know, I, as you guys know, I think, you know, Kyle McCord's going to be the guy, but I think, you know, to try it out there, I mean, the guy that's going to try it out there with the first team offense uh, when they take the field against Indiana in the season opener. But I don't think there's a big gap. I, I am not ruling out the chance of Devin Brown winning the job. And even if McCord wins the job, to begin the season, there's still a chance that Devin Brown um, could still be the quarterback. That is, is to be determined, but my money is on Kyle McCord being the quarterback, keeping the job, and having at least a good year. Can he have a great year? Not necessarily get to New York as a Heisman finalist, which seems to be what Ohio State quarterbacks do every year now. Uh, that would be great, but can he be good enough for them to accomplish their goals? And I think if he's you know, a very good quarterback, not elite, but very good, and these other pieces that are in place, you know, like the defense is going to be better, in my opinion, then that could be good enough for Ohio State to accomplish their goals this year. So we'll see about quarterback. I, and Corey Dennis was asked, is there a timetable? And he said no, as far as wanting to name a starter. Now, Ryan Day has said he'd like to relatively early in camp. We'll see what that means. I'm guessing about two weeks before the season opener, they'll say something. They'll finally say, okay, this guy is you know a little ahead of this guy, and he's going to be the starter. That's my guess there at quarterback. All right. So going from quarterback to cornerback. Yeah, the Denzel Burke hype is real. I mean, he they were talking about coming into spring, and he looked great in, in the spring to me. And um, he's focused. He had that big true freshman year, dropped off last year as a sophomore. This is his money year. And Tim Walton was asked about Denzel Burke, and he just gushed about him. He said, you know, he is our leader. He is our leader. He's going to have a big year for us. And it was just like matter of fact, like he's going to have a big year for us. And you know, that's great. And I, you know, I think Davidson Igbenosen is going to have a big year. Jordan Hancock, um, he was hurt for half the year last year and then played so-so once he came back. He's now a third-year guy. I think he's going to have a, a good year. I really like Jair Brown, and that's the fourth corner, you know, and they actually have some depth. Uh, depth this year at corner. Last year they had six scholarship corners, and then they got extremely banged up. This year they have eight scholarship corners with Lorenzo Styles transferring in. You also have the two true freshmen, Jermaine Matthews, who enrolled early, Calvin Simpson Hunt, who's just getting here. 
Um, he'll either get here this weekend or just did it, just did get here. Um, and Ryan Turner is the other one. And Ryan Turner and Jair Brown can also play that slot safety, which is really just a nickelback slot safety, slot corner. Really doesn't matter what you call it. So they're versatile enough to play outside and inside. And it gives a guy like Jair Brown, who's starting material, even as a sophomore this year. He's definitely starting material, in my opinion. Gives another opportunity to get Jair Brown on the field. And then if injuries arise, he's uh, he's ready to go. He actually started a game last year, Jair Brown did, as a true freshman because they were so banged up. All right. Justin Fry, as we continue to move along here. Justin Fry, a lot of interesting comments on the offensive line. He's another guy. He's very – Fry is, is a cool guy, but he's also a guy that's not going to tell the media too much. Jim Knowles will tell you more of what he's actually thinking than a lot of the guys on the on the staff. You know, um, Fry is a cool guy and is a fun guy to talk to, but he also chooses his words very carefully. He doesn't want to give anything away, even some stuff that you think might be obvious. Like even if you say like Donovan Jackson's definitely the left guard and Matt Jones is definitely the right guard, right? He'll say, yeah, you know, you never know what could happen. That didn't happen yesterday. That's just an example. Like, that's the most obvious thing. We know Donovan Jackson is going to be the left guard. Matt Jones is going to be the right guard. So good luck asking him like I tried to. Is Carson Hensman probably going to be the starting center? I don't know. We'll find out, you know. So is Carson Hensman going to be the starting center? In my opinion, yes. Now, Vic Cutler is in the mix. Jacob James is now healthy, Justin Fry said. So that's good. So you got some other guys in the mix there. But I think it will be Carson Hensman, the redshirt freshman from Wisconsin. Now, this was Justin, Justin Fry's first time speaking publicly about Josh Josh Simmons, who transferred in from San Diego State, and again was noncommittal about if he is going to be the starting right tackle. He was even noncommittal if he's going to play right tackle or left tackle. He said he, he's a tackle. Uh, he did play right tackle at San Diego State last year, started all 13 games. They like him. The exact quote was when somebody said, what do you expect from Josh Simmons? What can he add? He said, Josh can come in here. He's got the chance to compete and help us win games. So, yeah, Tegra Shabola and Zen Mahalski are not just going to be like, oh, okay, you know, welcome, Josh. Uh, here, the job is yours. You know, they're going to compete. So, we'll see what happens. I like that there's now four guys that are viable at the tackle spots with Fryer, Simmons, Mahalski, and Shabola. And Fry was asked if Tegra could move inside. Yeah, again, didn't want to say too much, but said, yeah, you yeah. know. It's always a possibility, but they like him right now repping at tackle. So, but yeah, Tegra is definitely a guy if they needed to could move inside the guard. In fact, that's where he repped mostly during practice last year, I believe. All right. Running back. Evan Pryor coming off the torn patellar tendon still has not been cleared. Now, Travion Henderson was cleared a while ago. He's doing everything. He looks great. I'm sure you guys have seen like the pictures of Travion. Like he, he looks good. He looks good coming off that broken bone in his foot if he can stay healthy I think he's going to have a big junior year they're deep at running back uh, Tony Alford was talking about that you got Travion not only deep but talented and now they're veteran he he pointed that out like a lot like they now have a lot of carries under their belt um, like even guys like Chip and Dallin maybe not a lot with Chip but you've got you played in big games Chip started the Michigan game had carries in that game you know played against Georgia Dallin Hayden was out there a lot against Georgia um, you know, these are guys that are now battle tested. So you got Travion, you got Mayan, you got Chip, you got Dallin, and all those guys are healthy. Now, Evan Pryor. Okay, so I don't know. I mean, Tony Alford's a straight shooter, you know, and he's like, when asked about Evan Pryor, he said he should be back and ready to go. Should be back and ready to go. 
that's not we expect he's going to be fine he's going to have a big role this year that is should be back ready to go so we'll see he's coming off that's a serious knee injury it's a serious knee injury a torn patellar tendon um you know i i think there's debate whether or not that's a more serious injury than an acl i i I was always under under the impression of torn patellar tendon was a uh, more serious injury than an ACL. Both are very serious, but um, I am not a doctor. I did not stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Well, that's a joke from like the 1990s that I just busted out. Um, Okay, so Parker Fleming got a chance to talk to him. He was actually the first coach out there. Um, I wanted to know about like kick returner. You know, Caleb Brown was kind of penciled in there uh, to be the kick returner. He transferred to Iowa and – this isn't really what I wanted to hear, but this I don't know what choice he has right now because I thought Caleb Brown was going to be the main guy. Parker Fleming basically said that you know they, they're going to they're not sure yet. They got some running backs that can do it. They got Jaden Ballard that can return kicks. I'll get to punt returner in a minute. That's a different situation, but it sounds like it's still the musical chairs we saw last year, and I, I don't like that. I think you got to find a guy that that is your main kickoff returner. Um, Xavier Johnson's another guy. I mean, he could be a he. He was actually pretty solid in it, and Parker Fleming mentioned that. He's another guy that's going to be in the mix. Find a guy and go with him, in my opinion. Um, now, at punt returner, I asked Parker, if I'm like, is Emeka Ibuka clearly your best punt returner, and, and do you think that he will be um, having that number one punt returner role? And who else is kind of in the mix? And he said, yeah, I mean, Emeka probably will be the guy, and uh, but they have other guys that are in the mix. Jaden Ballard can do it. Carnell Tate, he mentioned Carnell Tate's a guy that could do it about that if Cardinal Tate is a true freshman going back there have we ever seen a true freshman return punts uh, for Ohio State as a wide receiver oh Teddy Ginn yeah um, not that Cardinal Tate's going to be Teddy Ginn's level as a return man but Cardinal Tate looks so good as a receiver he could end up being like a better like just wide receiver than Teddy Ginn and I don't say that lightly Teddy Ginn was a good NFL wide receiver for 10 years not great but good and the best punt and kick returner I've ever seen but it was interesting to hear Parker Fleming. I think like the third guy out of his mouth. So it was like a Mecca, Jaden Ballard. And I think Carnell Tate was like the third guy out of his mouth. And there were, he mentioned a couple other guys as well. But um, it'll probably be a Mecca. And I think that you need to do that. Okay. Larry Johnson on Tywone Malone. His first comments on Tywone Malone to the media. Larry Johnson. What's Tywone Malone going to bring to the team this year? Quote, he will bring some depth to us. I think that's what we all expected. And he talked about how now, you know, he's focusing on football. He's given up baseball, played baseball, tried to play baseball a couple of years at Ole Miss. Um, and he's focusing on football. You think that's going to help him? He mentioned he's in really good shape, you know, right around 300, 305. Um, but like 300, 305 strong and, and lower body fat than what he was. He's actually lost weight since high school is what Larry Johnson said. So, so no surprise there. That's what we've expected with Tywone Malone. No one thought he was going to come in here and play a ton of snaps. At least I didn't right away. Uh, I think Tyleek Williams and Mike Hall need to play the lion's share of snaps. Uh, you know, Ty Hamilton, he's a guy that Larry Johnson likes. He's going to be in there. He'll probably play the third most snaps, in my opinion. Um, Hero Canoe is not going to give up his spot on the two deep easily to Tywone Malone. He's another guy that's in the mix there. So, you know, um, but – Malone gives them some more depth, and they needed another solid depth piece at D-Tackle, and they were able to get that in Tywone Malone. All right, here's one. We'll close with this. I This is really good news. Uh, I didn't. I knew this kid um, was a guy the staff liked, and I thought he was somebody that people were not talking about enough in the 20, 
23 class, guys that are true freshmen this year, and that is Jason Moore. Okay, Jason Moore, kind of a quiet kid, very quiet kid, uh, keeps to himself. Um, you know, wasn't doesn't not much on social media. Um, still was a high four star recruit. You know, we're talking about a kid that was basically what a top sixty overall recruit. Um, but you don't hear people talk about him much. Well, Larry Johnson was talking about him. He's not even here yet, and Larry Johnson thinks that he has a chance of helping this year. Here's what also you guys are going to like. Jason Moore is already up to 295 pounds. Jason Moore is up to 295 pounds. So any chance of like, well, is he going to be like a strong side end or a three tech? Now, you know, it will be a three tech. And Larry Johnson said he just absolutely loved uh, his high school film. He loves the young man. Uh, he will arrive this Sunday. Jason Moore will. And uh, Larry Johnson says, now they he he didn't doesn't think he's going to play a ton as a true freshman because they're so loaded on the D line with JT Tumo Lowell. Um, I mean he's a DN, but even the D tackles that I just mentioned. Now maybe there's a chance that Jason Moore could play um, a decent amount, maybe like what we saw with Caden Curry last year at defensive end, but maybe even more snaps than that, something like that. Where there's no way if, after talking to Larry Johnson yesterday, there's no way Jason Moore's going to redshirt. Um, Again, I don't think he's going to play a ton of snaps, but maybe he he could end up cracking the two deep. You never maybe he could be the fourth D tackle as far as how many snaps he gets. So, um, but I thought that was just two pronged. Hearing Larry Johnson gush about all things Jason Moore, and then hearing him say he's up to two hundred ninety five pounds, I wasn't expecting to hear that. So, uh, a lot of great stuff. We've got videos from all of the coaches on Bucknuts. They're all free. Uh, they're all on our YouTube page. But I have I have a story on story on Bucknuts where you can just Watch all 11 videos, including from uh, Mickey Marotti, uh, who was really good. I didn't even get into Coach Mick. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff there about how they're looking to try and prevent injuries. I asked him, like, in, in football, though, is a lot of time it, you get injuries. Is it just sometimes just bad luck? It's a violent sport with guys crashing into each other. And he said, yeah, some of it is. But, you know, you got to uh, you know, unturn, you know, every stone and find out, you know, why some of these injuries were happening. But he cited like Jackson Smith and Jig, but that was just there's nothing you can do about that. That was one guy hits him low, the other guy hits him in the head. And they thought at first it was a they were worried about a concussion, not a what turned out to basically be a season ending hamstring injury. And I remember thinking the same thing live as well. I remember thinking, oh damn, that's targeting. They Jackson's out for the game with a concussion. Uh, in retrospect, we would have taken that in a heartbeat over um, him being out for the season basically with uh, that hammy. But Mick said injuries like that, yes, but they are they they're looking at everything after what was a historic year of injuries for Ohio State, especially at running back and corner. They were decimated. So he was asked a lot of questions about that from different media different media types. Never got defensive about it, and um, I encourage you to watch the Mickey Marotti interview and the other ten interviews with the coaches. Um, great stuff yesterday. Appreciate Jerry Emig, Ohio State's. Sports Information Director for setting that up for us. And I appreciate all of you guys very much for riding along with me on this edition of the Bucknuts Morning 5. You guys are awesome. Appreciate you guys a lot. Thanks again. Hope everyone has a great rest of your day. Okay. 
Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 